As teachers, we've been categorising our learners as VARC learners for years. But maybe we've been wrong all along. Hi, welcome back. And if it's your first time here, welcome to the Music Teacher Training Podcast. The Music Teacher Training Podcast is designed to give new or existing music teachers the help, support and guidance they need to thrive and survive in this often lonely, sometimes challenging, but potentially rewarding career as a high-performance music educator. In this week's session, we'll be examining the different ways our learners learn and how we, as top-tier music educators, can address those learning needs in the learning-based activities we include in our lessons. In episode one, we established that all learners learning and becoming proficient in any new skill will go through a four-step process referred to as the four stages of conscious competence. During this four-step process, learners will go from a position of unconscious incompetence, where they simply don't know the things they will need to know, to a point of conscious incompetence, where they now do know the things they will need to learn, but are still unable to carry them out successfully. This is followed by a potentially longer period of conscious competence, where they now can successfully carry out the tasks or techniques, but will have to think carefully about the deliberate execution of these tasks. The final stage, referred to as unconscious competence, is where our learners can now carry out these tasks without consciously thinking about them, a state where the actions are and feel natural. The job of the teacher in this process is to find and use methods that enable the learners to move through the sequence as quickly as possible. The methods, activities and exercises that the teacher chooses to use to facilitate this are referred to as pedagogy. Pedagogical approaches that teachers should adopt and include in their lessons should reflect the ways that learners are able to understand and retain the information for continued further use. Now, Fleming and Mills in 1992 suggested that all learners have a preferred learning style or mode based upon one or more external or experiential stimuli. The four learning styles would involve presenting information using visual, oral or auditory, read, write or kinesthetic methods. These four learning styles or modes have been known collectively by the acronym VARC. Visual learners would find it easier to learn through looking at pictures or diagrams or by any form where graphic images have been used in the place of words. Originally, in their 1992 work, Fleming and Mills wouldn't have included the use of video in this definition, as it would have fit more into their theory surrounding kinesthetic learning, which we'll come onto in a moment. However, with the advent of YouTube, Instagram, TikTok and Snapchat as ways in which most learners will access the bulk of the information they consume, we cannot discount visual learning through video imagery as possibly one of the most important. Oral or auditory learning refers to information that is quote, spoken or heard. Learners who feel that they have this as their main preference report that they learn best from verbal instructions which could be in the form of lectures, discussions or even simply talking things through. I would suggest that as musicians, oral learning is both a skill and a tool that we would use on a regular basis as a means of gathering the information we need to be able to carry out a task or replicate a skill or technique successfully. Read-write learning refers to information that is accessed through words, often as written instructions. 
Again, as musicians, our use of musical notation, charts, tab, or even graded syllabus books would fall into this category. A more recent development utilizing this methodology is through online resources that present the written charts alongside audio or video, often with a tempo marker transitioning across the chart to aid reading. Finally, kinesthetic learning refers to the quote, perceptual preference related to the use of experience and practice, simulated or real. Although these experiences may involve other VARC learning styles, the key here is that learners who prefer this method of consuming information are connected to reality, or as Fleming and Mills put it, either through concrete personal experience, examples, practice or simulation. It includes demonstrations, simulations and video of real things, as well as case studies, practice and applications. The key here is the reality or concrete nature of the experience. If it can be grasped, held or felt, it would be included under this style. Now again, as musicians, teachers and learners, we know that sometimes it's incredibly important to get some hands-on experience of a new skill or technique and to make and correct mistakes as we go. Therefore, again, kinesthetic learning is another of the VARC learning styles or modes we could and should use with our learners. As teachers, we've been categorising our learners as VARC learners for years, but maybe we've been wrong all along. VARC learning styles have been an integral part of teacher training, which has led to some misunderstandings surrounding how these learning styles or modes should be used in lessons and how they could be used to categorise and identify learners. The challenge of using what's been called the learning styles theory is that it assumes that learners will only learn best when they receive information using their preferred learning style. However, research has shown that this simply is not the case. Research has shown that most people learn with what's referred to as a multimodal approach, where words, pictures, diagrams and demonstrations are presented together all at the same time. As high-performance music teachers and educators, we should look to adopt a multimodal approach to our lesson content. You will not have visual, oral, read-write or kinesthetic learners in your class. You will have learners who learn using all of these learning approaches all at the same time. The best learning experiences are those that involve multiple different ways of understanding the same thing. Thanks for listening and please be sure to hit that green bell, follow and subscribe for more episodes and for more information on music teacher training. Don't miss next week's episode, which is hosted by my co-producer Eva Brandt, who will be examining the power of feedback. This music teacher training podcast was hosted by me, Alex Forian, produced by Eva Brandt and Alex Forian, and was a Refugio production. Theme tune and incidental music was by Mark Rapson. <laughs>